Welcome to another podcast from the Rotary and Community Services Show, which is now in its 10th year. Our show is broadcast every Friday between 6 and 8 p.m. on Community Radio Station 3WBC 94.1 FM and also streams live on the World Wide Web. And uh, I'm now in conversation with somebody who's almost got two roles, being current president and past president of the Rotary Club of Canterbury. Welcome back to the Rotary Radio Show, Doug. Uh, thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay. Now, I understand from something I've seen in our uh, bulletin that we've got some very historic things happening this year. Yes, well, this Rotary year, uh, which will start on July 1 up to June 30th of 2017, is a very important uh, year. We've got a number of anniversaries, as you said. Right. So perhaps the first the first one, which is uh, quite important, this is the 30th uh, anniversary of the formation of the Rotary Club of Canterbury. And is it 30 years already, though? 30 years already, and I'm still, I was a charter member of the club, as I think you were too. And, That's right. And uh, I'm still learning about Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say the same thing. So, uh, what, what have you got planned for our uh, 30th birthday? Uh, we still are in the formative plans for that but clearly uh, in April next year we're going to have a special party to do that where we'll be inviting past members, past presidents, past groups that we've worked with over the years because we've worked with a diverse range of people all over the world to, uh, in that time. Yeah, okay, uh, well what other um, special ones have we got well, coming up? One of the very important uh, projects uh, that our club has undertaken for a large amount of that time is that we conduct a medical mission in the Philippines every year, which uh, you've uh, had on the program many times. But this will be coming up our 20th mission that we've done in the Philippines. And I think that uh, is quite an achievement for a small club like us. That is a major achievement, I suppose the uh, anniversary is that the uh, Rotary International with its Rotary Foundation uh, which uh, funds many of the projects that, uh, yeah. that Rotary undertakes it will, it will come up to being 100 years old and so that's a very important one because the Rotary Foundation has done some marvellous things over this 100 years I think it started with something like uh, $28 US in its, uh, in its foundation when it first started, but now it's, it's funded major pro, programs. The, the most important one I think, uh, of relevance today is that we, we hope that this, uh, year that they will be able to say that, uh, polio has been eradicated from the world because, oh, uh, wouldn't that be marvelous, Doug? Wouldn't it, that be marvelous? That, that, that started really as a Rotary initiative in uh, 1985 uh, with what is called the Polio Plus. And you'll remember, David, that was probably the first big introduction as charter members of Rotary Club of Canterbury because it was it had just been announced. And, uh, and they said to us at the time, well, look, we're going to rid the world of polio and as we're going to need to raise $125 million US. And I thought... Rotary leaders must be delusional to be able to achieve something <laughs> so ambitious. 
But you know, yes. today, today, the country has been able to uh, contribute more than $1.5 billion US and, yeah. and it's now uh, immunised 2.5 billion children throughout the world. And it would have amazing project. It really is uh, a wonderful thing. Now, Rotary's been helped by a lot of people in doing this, uh, none the least yeah. being the World Health Organisation and the US Centers for Disease Control and UNICEF, and particularly in the financial area with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that is, yes. uh, of yeah. Microsoft fame, which have donated over $250 million. So it's been I a good effort of yeah, that came out of their own charity, so that's quite uh, magnanimous on their part, hasn't yeah, it? Though? Yes, they didn't have to do it, but they've, they've done it, and, it, and we couldn't have done it without them. Okay. All right, now, you, you sort of hinted uh, just a little while ago that there's some other initiatives starting this year. Oh, uh, well, yes. A bit of a you. <laughs> well, with our club, we've got a, a, we're going to be continuing on with our usual programs which I'm sure you've talked about on this program before but we've got a few uh, new ones Uh, one uh, which we'll be doing with the with the collaboration of the uh, Rotary Club of Camberwell and we're going to be aided by the the Burundara Council on that and that's what the program which is called Busy Feet and this is Uh ah yes yes Yes. We had the creators of that on our radio show about six months ago. Yes, yes. So that's so that that one is being, I think, done in Ashburton or Ashwood, and and we're going to extend that to uh, to our area, and uh, it will be going to be done in in Hawthorne. Uh, oh, okay. Now I was talking to the the principal of the Belmore School, which is a school for disabled uh, children in our yeah. area. She indicated that uh, there's a great demand uh, or great need for an after-school program for disabled children. It's not really considered uh, much in people's planning, but this Busy Feet program, which gives a musical and dance uh, school activity, she feels that there's a great need for that. And so we'll be kicking that off in this six months. But we're looking for volunteers because it does need a large number of volunteers to be able to help us in that program. What sort of volunteers, what are the volunteers got to have, what qualities do they need? Well, I think that they uh, they primarily need to uh, have an interest in in doing this sort of activity to helping yeah. uh, people and, uh, and it's really, we're wanting to get to almost a one-on-one sort of volunteer. Oh, okay, yeah. Just to... Uh, to, to help them uh, do this. But, uh, yeah. but that's, that's one initiative. The second initiative is really come out of our, our medical mission to the Philippines because we've seen up there that the, almost every year there's a, a major tragedy occurs up there. It can be a typhoon which seems to go through oh, several yes. places. Many people killed. You'll remember the huge one that went through the island of Haiti yes. a few years ago. Typhoon Lola, and yeah. uh, and uh, or it could be uh, an earthquake. We've had major earthquakes or, or major fires. That uh, I can remember one in Negros, which uh, 300 houses burnt down. Oh my heavens! Yeah. And generally, these uh, the people that are most affected by this are people who are, are financially disadvantaged. Yes. Uh, 
these people need immediately after these uh, disasters occur is that they need to be able to, they need uh, shelter, uh, yes. food and water. Now, yeah. now the aid agencies around the world fly in various things to, to handle those uh, shortages. Uh, but in the food side, they would uh, tend to supply bags of rice. Now, okay. now, now, now rice addresses the energy requirement that people would need for living. Yeah. It doesn't really address the nutritional requirements that they have. They, and this can be quite uh, a problem for pregnant uh, women and, yes. for, and for children. And so, yeah. so I'm talking to the many uh, uh, local government people that in the Philippines that we've visited. They said, look, they're really looking for something a little bit more nutritious. And so we, uh, as a, uh, the Rotary Club of Canterbury, we undertook a, a pilot program in this past 12 months where we had a, what we call a food pack, which okay. is really a, a mixture of, of rice, oats and lentils, plus a little sachet of vitamins and minerals which is oh, okay, yeah. donated. And then, so we then had a, a food packing day where all the Rotarians of the club and their friends uh, came and set up these individual packs. Now, these packs don't take any shortcuts in terms of uh, food safety regulations. It's all done according oh, yeah. to, to that requirement. Has a, the pack has a uh, nutritional information panel and then right. it's made quite hygienically and the like. Uh, but, but what it does, the end result is that each pack is, a, is one meal for a family of five or six people. And instead of rice having a, uh, say, a protein content of, of two to five percent, uh, with yeah. little vitamins or minerals, uh, this, our food pack will have a protein content of 16 to 20 percent, uh, oh, yes. Uh, plus a, a range of essential vitamins and minerals. And so we were able to pack these up. Uh, we, I think we packed a thousand meals, uh, in uh, just over an hour. And that, uh, will give sufficient food for, uh, for, um, 5,000 people, uh, for one meal. So, so, right on here, yeah. so this year, this rotary year, having seen it to be so successful, uh, we're going to expand that and work with other groups, uh, such as other Rotary clubs or schools okay. or, or other groups that would like to get involved. And we can then uh, pack up these and send the uh, send the product, say, to our sister Rotary clubs in the Philippines or the local government uh, places in the Philippines that we've visited, and they will store it there waiting for the inevitable disaster that will yes, seem to happen. And so almost immediately the product can be provided to people who are in great need as a result of the, the disaster. Well, that sounds a fantastic initiative, Doug. So uh, I think uh, in this year we've got a lot to, to look forward to. Yes, it'll be a busy year. Uh, but uh, it'll be exciting too. That's the benefit of Rotary is that you can, uh, you get the, uh, you feel as though you've made a difference by doing something minor but having fun whilst you do it. Exactly. 
Well, Doug, thanks for that. And uh, I sure am in your Rotary year we'll have you back on uh, a couple of times just to sort of keep us up to date with this and other developments. So thank you very much, Doug. Uh, thanks, thanks again, David.